0: Welcome to Made for Another World Podcast, with Aaron Alvarado and me, Jacob Simmons. Each week, we have distinct and stately conversations regarding Christian books, stories, songs, and sermons with the hopes that we will walk away a little homesick for the world we were made for. This is episode 12, Messiah by Beautiful Eulogy. Beautiful Eulogy is a Portland, Oregon-based group made up of artists Braille, Odd Thomas, and Cortland Urbano. Uh, per the Humble Beast website, the group introduces a distinct and directive sound uh, that's driven by a desire to worship and glorify the God of the Bible based in the context of its members' hip-hop roots and shaped by influences like electronic music, folk songs, and old hymns.
1: In 2017, when the album Worthy came out, Owen Strahan wrote, A few lines of Messiah cover a theology of pleasure, Edenic sadness, divine gifts, christic centrality, idolatry, and a theology of emotion. And our hope is to pull out some of that same detail to ground what was written in scripture, and as always, to simply sit back and enjoy.
0: And that we shall. Yeah, we will. (laughs) All right, first clip. Starts off strong, yeah. Obviously, uh, to say I can't even rely on my desires, and yet I treat them like a messiah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously, that's what sin is. That's what we do with our sin is: is we think, "Oh, this will be it. This will be my satisfaction, my fulfillment." And yet, what do you, you can't even rely on them. <laughs> like you can't rely on them to be anything more than guilt. Ridden and shame producing Mm -hmm. and so i but i love it It starts out like yeah let's go with the hardest hitting truth (laughs) for the first line yeah and
1: for like for me i know i find myself and i think i speak for a lot of people we we do rely on on these things you know and and when we know especially we should be relying on the true messiah us and our just stupid sinfulness, like we're going to find ourselves relying on things that we shouldn't and yeah. making them a Messiah, making them an idol, making them something that they definitely aren't and, and shouldn't be and were never intended to be. Uh, so yeah, it's a good way. Uh, it's a good line. Uh, it's not very tricky <laughs> as far as lyrics go. I mean, right. it's just straight to the point. But like you said, yeah, it's a good start.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey, when did you discover them? Oh man, I don't
1: really even know. I know... I don't really even know. I know. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I couldn't even tell you exactly when. I think I stumbled across them at some point, just randomly hearing a couple of the songs. Didn't really know who they were. Stick with them. Um, I mean, it's been probably 10 years maybe since I first heard them, maybe not even that long ago, maybe less than that. And then within the last, I don't know, five years or so, I'm like, I love these guys.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you introduced them to me. Did I? Yeah. Well, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> not in person. Well, yeah. you and I were in person, yeah. Uh, not, yeah. not they <laughs> were. Uh, but it, I remember being like, "This is amazing!" Because yeah. I, um, being saved a little before my nineteenth birthday, uh, grew up with um, listening to hip hop, but and and loving it. And then when I became a believer, I was like, "Ooh, there's the a dramatic drop off in production." Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, I had heard some, and and it was just like, "Wow, well, the." the the lyrics, I think, are rich here in some of these song, some of these songs. But um, there wasn't that, I guess, production quality to right. it. And, and then when you introduced me to them, I was like, "Whoa, man, this, this is awesome!" Like yeah. these are, uh, it has both. It has that theological punch that we just read or just heard about, and then, but also it sounds good. Yeah, and I love it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that was one of the, fa- the favorite things about them that drew me to them to begin with. Was it's like. It sounded good, and at first, like, that's all you kind of notice. Like, oh, yeah, oh, this actually sounds pretty decent, and then you listen, and it's like, everything they're saying is good and solid. Like, you don't, that doesn't, and sometimes there's some artists where it's like, the majority of it's pretty good, but then there's a few things here and there you're like, nah. And not that these guys are perfect by any means, like right, we've right. talked about in previous episodes, but about anybody that produces any sort of art, um, but it, these, the songs are solid, man, so yeah. I recommend these guys, 10 yeah. out of 10, to anybody. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, just a, a little bit of, you know, before we get going to the next clip, that that's what this song is about, right? That we we treat these things like the the Messiah when we have our Messiah, and so uh, just wanted to point out from Psalm one fifteen, says their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths but do not speak, eyes but do not see, they have ears but do not hear, noses but do not smell. They have hands but do not feel, feet but do not walk, and they do not make a sound in their throat. Those who make them become like them. So do all who trust in them. And we bring that up to point to just what idolatry is and what trusting in those desires actually leads to. It's like, well, if you trust in a, a desire or if you trust in a um, if you trust in sin ultimately to fulfill you, well. Sin and and idols—they're based on things that can't speak, can't Mm. breathe—and yet we have a living Messiah, a a living God to trust in. And so, uh, wanted to just point that out at the at the get-go. Yeah, at the front, at the beginning. The get-go, the front of the beginning, Mm, the Genesis, (laughs) the forefront.
1: Yeah, that's all I got. Three front.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Even before the forefront. Yeah. uh. yeah.
1: (laughs) All right. Next clip. Yeah. Next. Part, section
2: whatever whatever it is that gives that feeling that we can't live without the joys we try to get that only god can give we highly doubt what allures and arouses the heart we can't figure out but it's the quickest way to account for what we prize and are most proud about these gods make promises but always lie to us the kind of lies that says they'll keep us safe and satisfied <laughs>
0: all right I, I know like we talked about this with shane and Shane. It's a hard way to listen to a song <laughs> to stop and break down. As soon as the hit starts popping, yeah. you just chop it off. Yeah. But uh, but we just want to point out a couple of things. So um, if you, if you aren't able to, to carry or to, to follow along, like we'll, we'll read some of the lyrics back, but um, so he says, whatever it is that gives the feeling that we can't live without. So what, whatever it is that we say, man, if I lost that, my life would be over. Whether it's, uh even something good sometimes especially something good uh family um our, our own children our spouse uh these all of these things can co- become our idols because if we think if if they are happy with me then my life is fulfilled if they are um if if my kids turn out to be a certain way that's what I will um, that's what will make me live essentially and so mm-hmm. he's saying um whatever that is Uh, that we're seeking out and we're trying to find that's not God is ultimately going to fail us. Yeah, and we're going to do that a bunch, right? I
1: mean, again, not to make excuses for what we do that's wrong, but, I mean, and we, we talk about time and time again just on this podcast, let alone in Christian life with other Christians, that we don't always place God where he should be in our hearts, in our lives, in our minds. And so we find we we look to find joy in in things and now is it bad to find joy in things that aren't just directly just god no of course not but that leads us so we've talked about before too that leads us to to joy in god because we know that that's it brings us joy because god allowed it to give us joy but us in our fickle minds me and my fickle mind like oh this one thing that brings me joy yeah boom idol like all of a sudden that's that's my little messiah all of a sudden yeah. and that's that's gonna be. Of the sanctification process until the very end, right? Right. Um, But to rap about it and say we shouldn't do it is a good thing to do. (laughs) Isn't
0: that so frustrating, though? Like, we know, we know better. Yeah. But yet we still fall into that. It's so frustrating. (laughs) Uh, But it also brings up another point from uh, since idolatry at its root, at its core, is just a, a lie, right? Well, so Isaiah 44, verse 9 says, All who fashion idols, all who make them are nothing, and the things they delight in do not profit. Their witnesses neither see nor know that they may be put to shame. Who fashions a god or casts an idol that is profitable for nothing? Uh, so, he's essentially the: uh, What would it profit a man if he gained the world mm. and lost his soul? If you gain everything in this world, you've still lost everything. Yeah. Um, it's it's all it's all a mirage. It's all a lie. It's all a um, it it i don't know if it if just the object of those hmm. is the promise or if it's our hearts that are like oh it, yeah. i think there's a promise there right. but either way um how that works out it's always here's this wonderful promise and if you go and get it you will be fulfilled forever yeah. and then you get it and it's like nope no <laughs> it's not at all
1: yeah yeah good
0: all next, right. next, clip. next clip
1: next clip <laughs>
2: We blame the lies outside of us, but it's the lie that lies inside, that captures the depth of desires and false messiahs. We see pleasure in anything, we overestimate everything, endlessly trusting in empty entity, secretly searching for anything in moments of blessing, while exiting edicts of Eden over our ecstasy. When a good God gives good gifts, we generally tend to twist the list, and take the list of good gifts that God tends to give and make general gods out of gifts. I, I suppose what exposes the worship in most of us is a close look at most of our thoughts, fears, and emotions.
0: <laughs> I'll let you take that one
1: Man, so, okay Let me find some of these lyrics that we're going to read I'm not going to sit here and try to rap the whole verse again. <laughs> <laughs> <Spitz>. <laughs> We seek pleasure in anything We overestimate everything Endlessly trump- trusting In empty entities and Again, just going on with what we've been saying and What they've been saying Or rapping or singing or whatever this is uh, We every, We <laughs> Overestimate everything. Like so. Part of that is when we do, if there is an idol, there's just something that brings us joy. Saying that that is what that alone is what gives us joy, is overestimating that thing, right? Because mm-hmm. that's not what's providing the joy. It's right. God Himself through that, like we've talked about. And man, I mean, so the the first clip that we went through and then this clip I mean obviously these all kind of fall into the same thing and obviously the the whole song is going to be the same (laughs) point I hope (laughs) we'll see if we listen to it. it's the first time I've ever heard it but uh uh they they don't it's the one thing that I like about Beautiful Eulogy is that it's it's not a lot of fluff they're just, re- like, this is almost like a wrapped sermon, you know? It's like, yeah. just in your face, hey, here's the deal. You overestimate everything, <laughs> you know? You pretty trust in anything. What What are we doing, you know? So, I really enjoy that and appreciate yeah. that from them.
0: Yeah. And uh, the, it's a beautiful line because he goes forward and then backward on it, mm-hmm. but he says, when a good God gives gifts, we generally tend to twist the list and take the list of good gifts that God gives tends to give and make general gods out of those <laughs> gifts. And it's, uh, I think all of us can say, yep, I've done that. That's mm-hmm. exactly what idolatry is. And, and uh, but to put it in that way, it's just a, it's artful. Yeah. Artistic? Yeah, both. Artfully artistic. Artfully artistic, artistic. yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, so why he brings that up is to say, like, if you actually, if you look at those things, it exposes... What you tend to trust in, right? Mm-hmm. It, it exposes um, where your heart kind of uh, has these trenches that it goes. Oh, let's believe this. Let's mm-hmm. believe, this. and it and it goes back to these things. So if you if you look at them, uh, it's it's the weed, right? It's the you have to get down to the root of the idolatry and and see like, oh, I want that thing because I have a control issue, or mm-hmm. I want this thing because I, you know have an anger in me for some reason or another and and so it's just saying like that's what it if you look at those things closely it it exposes more than what it is on the outset yeah
1: yeah and i love that and that's that's a good um i feel like i say this all the time it's a good reminder like that's a good way to kind of gauge where my heart is you know where am i at what am i what am i worshiping how am i worshiping why am i worshiping it Uh, And then how do I take those things? Because he says the last line, you know, is, um, I suppose what exposes the worship in most of us is a close look at most of our thoughts, fears, and emotions, like you just said. So if those things are controlling my worship, or they have, those are, those expose what I'm worshiping. Uh, Why? Why am I worshiping it? And not just why, but contrast that with, what i should be worshiping and how i should be worshiping how would that affect those fears and emotions and all of those things that instead of those things leading to my worship my true worship should affect those things lead into those things you know what i mean so
0: well uh tim keller's written i think it's a whole book on idolatry i think it's counterfeit gods Mm. um but essentially he just walks through uh, the different passages of scripture that, that point to what idolatry is, what it, uh, what it tends to leave people with, right? And so, it, his, this is just a quote from him. Why do we lie or fail to love or break our promises or live selfishly? Of course, the general answer is because we are weak and sinful. But the specific answer is that there is something besides Jesus Christ that we feel we must have to be happy. Something that is more important to our heart than God. Something that is enslaving our heart through inordinate desires the key to change is therefore to identify the idols of the heart. Mm. And so uh, I mean it's true in, in in so many different ways but uh, almost if there's a denial of basic issues then those won't be worked on, right? But if you can say genuinely and, and truthfully I I sin in in these ways, I have a I have an idol you know in this way. Then you can start to work on it, right? But if mm. you just, if you're saying, oh, "I don't really have that idol," there's nothing to work on then. Yeah. <laughs> um. But again, all mm. of that is only possible and only even realistic at all in the in through the lens of the gospel, right? So you you can only truly take a a an honest self-evaluative look at yourself if you know your sins have been paid for. Mm. If not, then yes, stay in denial. It's fine, I yeah. guess. But um. But if you look at yourself. And say I I do want to change, I can change because I'm deeply loved by God, even though I have not changed. And so now I have motivation to change, mm. if that makes any sense.
1: Yeah, for sure. Good stuff, man. Next clip. Yeah. Next clip. Next clip.
3: No matter what I do, I can't ever make it last. I just repeat my past. I'm so broken. So much I thought I knew. All the things that I pursued, I'm worse off than before.
0: Well, I mean that's just what we've been saying. Well, okay. Quick note: mm-hmm. that's not beautiful eulogy. <laughs> that's true. Citizens. Yeah. Um, forgot to mention that the song was featuring, featuring. Citizens, mm-hmm. um, the band, not just random uh, citizens. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, but apologies to <laughs> Citizens if you guys are listening um of the world not the band all the citizens yeah Yeah. um but so yeah i mean it just sounds beautiful though number Mm -hmm. one number two uh says like a no matter what i do i just i keep repeating my past i keep doing this over and over and over again and uh i can't make it last and i think that is a a confession that all of us can make at any given (laughs) moment of time it's like man i'm i'm still here Mm -hmm. i'm still struggling with with sin maybe i've maybe i've grown and and gained some uh, some ground i guess in in some areas but in in if you look at my life for the most part i'm still a sinner struggling to believe Mm -hmm. and that's uh i i I feel his frustration yeah because i feel it in in my bones like i feel like yeah man i that's that's where I'm at, mm-hmm. and but I love though that the song, like even the title of it, is Messiah. Right, there is one who who I can trust in. Mm-hmm. Who like there is certainty and and uh, a, a ton of fortitude in believing in. Um, but we haven't gotten to that part yet. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and and how he says at the end of that, like I, this feeling of I'm worse off than before, you know, and. I don't know if it was on the podcast or if we were just talking, but you were—I think it was—you were saying something like, "We're on this trajectory, you know," <laughs> <laughs> and then that may have not made the podcast, but because <laughs> <laughs> it. it's difficult to, to, to talk about it because it's hard to, to comprehend and explain. But like, where there's this upward sanctifying trajectory that we're on, but yet it doesn't—it's not just a straight line. There's these ups and downs, and ups and downs, and there can be times where it feels like you hit those downs, and it's like. I'm worse off than I was before. Like, what is even happening? But yet you see the big picture. You may, maybe, you know, today I'm worse off than I was three days ago, but by God's grace, me being worse off than three days ago is still better than I was, you know, three years ago or whatever. So, uh, like you said, you feel this, you feel the emotion that he's he's getting to, that he's singing about, that we all feel. Uh, but like you said, there's a Messiah, and that's what we rest in. So Good. How about we uh, check out the next clip? Ooh,
0: yeah. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> I
3: can always lie on my desire. for satisfaction
0: as if I lack it when, in fact, I lack nothing. <laughs> that could be the whole song right there. You there you go, right there.
1: Geez. The saddest fact. I search for satisfaction as if I lack it. Like, that, like that makes sense, right? Like, we, we get that. We get that. But, in fact, I lack nothing. Which we get. <laughs> I'm going to hit the same point we hit on a lot of these <laughs> episodes. I get it but i don't get it you know like there's the things that we think we are lacking how do you hmm. like if if you think that there's a deficit but there's not like how do you it's it's difficult right Mm -hmm. i mean that's i'm only lacking the things that i think are lacking when god's like no you're not lacking you have all that you need you have for one, you have Christ, you have me, like, what more could you want? Right. And he gives us more than that even, too, you know? I mean, right. so that, yeah, I mean, that, that that's a summary of Christianity, right? Or just life in general. Not a summary, but that's, that's a, a, a thread that is woven through the Christian life is, man, I there's things that I'm missing, you know, whether whether it's struggling with, with work or finances or relationship or oh, I'm, a, you know, this old and not married or how come I've been working this hard and don't have this house or even just, you know, I'm trying to seek out, you know, friends and, and, and a church and I can't seem to find a good church. I mean, there's all kinds of things. Yeah. Even in those moments, that's a good thing to do to search for a good church <laughs> and to if you want a spouse to to, to, to search, search for a spouse. Sure. To pursue a spouse. Yeah. All those things are good but just because we don't have those doesn't mean that we're quote-unquote lacking and that's that's gonna be a struggle to the very yeah. last day man
0: yeah uh, it a contentment that everything is okay because we're safe in God's hands the like that's always I, I think we talked about it in the last podcast it's theologically always true you know like and and it's an impossibility a theological impossibility for that not to be true and yet that's that's constantly what we find ourselves doing and and the, the thing that so going back to the last episode again i just i think i just said that whole sentence but um when we talked about all that christ suffered right the 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 horrible brutality of god's wrath raining down um and and talked about like that's exactly what we deserve if we just look at it from that standpoint you know like it that's what we deserve and so w- if my finances house spouse any other thing that rhymes with that <laughs> um like if all those things are are not the way i want them to be i deserve much less yeah. if i lose everything and i have I can't see, I can't smell, I can't speak. I, I'm like one of the idols. You know, like I, I don't have anything. Uh, I still deserve far worse. Yeah. And, but my thick head just doesn't get that. man. I, it does and it doesn't. And it's right. so frustrating. Yeah. Well, it, sorry, it, but it, it brought up a quote from uh, Derek Thomas. This world and all its fullness will not satisfy the utmost longings of the soul. But if we have Christ and nothing else, we have everything.
1: Mm. Amen. Amen. <laughs> hey. Next clip. Yeah, would you like to go <laughs> to the next clip? Yeah, I would love to, oh, man. Okay, Thanks for, for asking. Let's go there.
3: That's the reason for my lackluster prayer life and my lust for distractions. It's so easy to see in hindsight I must confess, it's the mess I acknowledge When I'm stalling on my responsibilities And don't apologize but make excuses Like my physical exhaustion is a license for narcissism And speaking recklessly without caution I often wonder why I'm so awkward in conversations Wishing I could switch places, envious of others But my envy is a reflex of my ignorance Cause I don't know the details of their daily existence I just assume carry is the heaviest
0: but i never been a heavyweight my legs get heavy when i wait go ahead <laughs> <laughs> i was waiting on you uh the uh, again coming back to what we what the song is about right so <clears throat> true versus false true messiah versus false messiahs mm-hmm. um, and so he's just kind of saying how that has played out in his life like this is just a, a confession well, he even says, I must confess the mess that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's all like my lackluster prayer life uh, when I don't apologize, but I make excuses. Uh, my physical exhaustion, all of it, points to well, I must I must find I must not be content in God. I must not be content in my Messiah because look at all these things I'm trying to do and get mm-hmm. done and and. I'm physically exhausted because I felt like I needed to do this thing and stay up too late, or I worked too hard, or I ate too much, and then I was up through the night, or what, you know whatever the physical exhaustion may be. But uh, all of it points to where where is my contentment gone in in Christ? Where has it? Yeah. What have I done with it?
1: That's a good question. Where has it gone? <laughs> <laughs> no. You already read it, but when he says that's the reason for my lackluster prayer life and my lust for distraction, uh, I mean, it's knowing the true Messiah and then treating him as the Messiah without the little Messiahs. Like it's kind of like eating right. You know what I mean? Like, and like like when you eat when you eat right, like you feel good, you feel better, things are working better, your body's working better, your mind is working better. Uh, and you're like, oh, this is this is right and this is good, but yet it's hard to continue to eat right. At least for me, uh, like it's not something that I am really good at doing consistently. Yeah. And but when I don't eat right, whether intentionally or unintentionally, uh, things get lackluster. You know, the things that I should be doing, I don't because I'm just, ugh. you know, I'm kind of mm-hmm. dragging because I'm, you know, ate a chili cheese dog for lunch instead of you know something better, like those things will drag me down physically because I am not putting into my body what I should be. I'm putting the the wrong nutrients. You know what I mean? Uh, and this is not a, I'm, I'm not a health freak. Like I, I don't know what I'm talking about right now, but you know what I mean? Like there there are things that are, we know that are better for us than, than other things. And so the same thing spiritually, like we know what is not just better, but what is right. And that is Christ as the Messiah and should be our one and only idol, should be Christ. Can I say that? He should be our idol? Okay. (laughs) I'm I'm good with (laughs) it. That we worship him uh, and not other things because when we do, then our spiritual life becomes lackluster and draggy because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm putting the wrong things into my body that I shouldn't be doing as opposed to the way that I should be spiritually, whether it's praying or reading the Bible, if I'm focused on other things, other idols in my life, other messiahs, I'm going to get sluggish, man. So there's... To me there's kind of like that, that comparison there of yeah. hey that do, do what's good for you do do what you know is right, right. uh and and you'll you'll feel the difference do what you know isn't right and you'll feel the difference hmm.
0: well it goes back to what we just read from uh Psalm 115 it says those who make them become like them hmm. and so do all who worship them and so that's the that's exactly what you're talking about you know you <clears throat> If you are worshiping that idol you'll start to look like it and if it is dead which it is yeah will start to take on some of that death mm-hmm. so that's exactly what he said yeah. well done yeah well thank like you just like psalm us. <laughs> <laughs> no
1: <laughs> next quick clip quick clip quick clip hope
3: deferred so i prefer the immediate and exchange the true god for what seems more expedient
0: it's meaningless so good (laughs) hope deferred so i prefer the immediate yep that's a we should have read that line (laughs) and trying to (laughs) explain everything we've been talking about Uh Uh, hope deferred like hope is it's coming it's just not here yet Mm -hmm. and since that's true well i need something yeah i need i need some sort of idol to worship and that's it it sounds so silly like saying it out loud to you right now <laughs> yet w- when i say it to myself it sounds more appealing you know like i mm-hmm. it has to right. like, i otherwise i wouldn't ever worship an idol but i yet here i am and mm-hmm. this is exactly what i do but uh, so th- that made me think of romans 121 it says for although they knew god they did not honor him as god or give thanks to him but they became futile in their thinking uh, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the gl- the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Mm. Uh, because the next line says, "In exchange, so I, I prefer the immediate, and exchange the true God for what seems more expedient. It's meaningless. Mm. And I, I I love that he says that because that's, brutally honest mm-hmm. that is like you said if if it's a sermon that's the point of conviction right there is you're exchanging the true god for these things yeah like at the end of the day um it's not a it's not something trivial to sin it's not something trivial to worship an idol it's it's meaningless it is like in all for all intents and purposes stupid yeah and yet that's where we are man it's <laughs> I, I we say it every every single week I think but or every single day but um just where we are yeah yeah
1: why are we like this like we ask ourselves and i mean if that doesn't if that doesn't help show us just who we are on the inside like we are we are just people who want things now right i mean that's that's how we're wired and it's there's a lot of life where that's good. You know, like in work, I've got to meet deadlines. So I'm trying to push to get things done now, you know, right, or right. if I'm, you know, it affects negative ways, a little road rage. Hey, I'm trying to get where I'm going. I need to get there right now. I can't add four seconds to my drive. Why'd you cut me off? Not mad. You know, like, why Why are we so that way? And I know, you know, I always talk about it, but there's there's cultural influence there for sure. Uh, but when it comes to the things of God, it's frustrating that i can't just say i i'll I'll wait (laughs) you you know like it's we're so i I gotta know right now and without getting too geeked out or crazy about it like the fact that god isn't bound by time (laughs) like he not that he would anyways but it wouldn't frustrate him like he's he can't be (laughs) like oh i'm running late like it's to him it's already happened or hasn't already happened or whatever you know <laughs> we're, we're we're wanting it's already been done to him and so our perspective i think that's part of what makes it a little bit difficult as humans because our perspective is only is is only what our perspective is and so there's not really a different approach but i know for me it's like okay just remind yourself as, as much as you feel like something needs to happen right now it will happen when it's supposed to happen. It already happened when it's supposed to happen. Hmm. Just, just wait for that, dude. Just chill. Just don't worry about the road rage. Don't worry about, yeah. you know.
0: <sighs> so, okay. Question. Yeah. Can you pray for something that has already happened?
1: Well, technically, that's what we do every time. Oh. <laughs> just dropping truth bombs, man. But, but I right. mean, what do, do you? So, do we not pray because it's already happened? Mm-hmm. No, the answer is no. We do,
0: we do. um, Okay, if you know the result of something, it's it's like that was the will of God, right? And so that's praying praying for that seems different to me. But if if I don't know the result of something, yeah, and that's the stuff I'm talking about. You know, we
1: don't know when the answer is coming, what the answer is going to be. Right? Yeah, we still pray for
0: it. Absolutely. All right. Uh Next clip Next clip Let's do it Final clip mm. Final clip Oh man, final <laughs> clip <laughs> Alright
3: I can always rely on my desire But I'll treat them like a Messiah I can always rely on my
2: desire Treat them like messiah Help us not be haste when it comes to temporal blessings And always see them for what they're actually meant to be A mere extension of your loving kindness Extended to an undeserved humanity Help us not see greater value in the gifts you give And not become distracted from their intended desires May we regard the world and all that is in it As nothing compared to the satisfaction of knowing our messiah
1: These guys are just so good, man. Yeah. Like, I, like I said, like this could this is like a prayer. Like, I yeah. could just type this out or write it on a post-it note, put it on my mirror, and just be like, dude, every morning, every well, night. Fridge. Yeah, at the fridge. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> kind of running out of room. But <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the mirror. <laughs> on the fridge. Uh, help us to not be haste when it comes to temporal blessings and always see them for what they're actually meant to be, a mere extension of your love and kindness extended to an undeserved humanity. <laughs> so a, a, a lot of this song is kind of like talking about how we, we struggle with not just God's timing, but we make these other messiahs because we're not fully content in that moment uh, with the true messiah. And, you know, we, we want these, we want blessings or we want to see that God is like, that's when we find ourselves, re- it's easy to make, to to say, okay, you are, you are my God. You are, like, I don't have these other little gods. You are my God right now because you're you're doing something for me because I'm seeing these blessings. We don't even deserve that, like, without those, if there were none of these temporal blessings, God is still God, and he's still worthy to be our one Messiah without the other messiahs. And we're so fickle, or I think there's some, I, I don't remember the phraseology he used earlier, but it was like, we we're just silly like we're so silly and we we expect more than we should uh not let me say make sure i say this right like I'm not saying we expect too much of god because we can't expect all that god is capable of but we expect things that we shouldn't expect and right. for them to become part of our life or uh you know just how what whatever they are we expect these things and and maybe it's not necessarily bad to expect god to do things or anticipate god to do things but for it to be like a negative thing when it doesn't happen that way that's gonna that will push us that will push me into an idol somewhere else because oh well god didn't give me what i wanted let me go find what i want somewhere else as opposed to god didn't give me what i thought i wanted that means i probably shouldn't have it (laughs) it was it would have been a blessing but i don't i didn't deserve it anyways and there's a reason i don't have it so just be content aaron Shut up and be content. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, I guess I'm kind of plugging a different song on the album, but there's another one. Uh, wait, mm-hmm. which is l- the title, but uh, it's it's essentially waiting on God, and and he says toward the end, I think of uh, we will worship while we wait, yeah, you know, and, and that's the like that's the key is like waiting on God is not this. W- if you provide this for me, then I'll worship it's no, he's he's worthy of it right now. And whether or not he brings whatever you think he should bring to you, or if he answers that prayer in the way that you think he should, or so on and so forth. Um yet m- not my will but your will be done. Yeah. And uh But I, I it's tricky though, right? It's it's a I, I think a lot of Christian books and pastors that are very popular say kind of the opposite of that right it's like um if you if you don't have those things it's actually showing a lack of faith on your part right and and it's Mm. uh which is just heartbreaking to know that people believe that and and it's under the name of god that those things are being said and um but if if you've ever heard that or if if um you know you've got any friends or family that have heard that it's it's very easy to point them to. So I, I have two passages. First Corinthians two, two says, for I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. So uh, what is the most valuable thing? He says, I decided to know nothing among you. Like I don't, I don't want anything else except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And then Psalm 73, whom have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing on earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Uh, and that, that is almost, if, if I could say it, the, the prayer that is the song yeah. Messiah. Mm-hmm. Uh, whom have I in heaven but you? Yeah. I try to act, I try to live as though it's, I have plenty of things. But yeah. truly at the end of the day, um, I don't have anything on earth or even in heaven that I desire, except for you. Yeah. Amen. Beautiful. Beautiful. Eulogy. Eulogy. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't even plan that. No. It worked out. Crazy. (laughs) Anything else from that song?
1: Uh, No, I don't think so. Just go listen to it. Listen to the album, listen to all their albums and buy them and go see
0: them and everything. Favorite (laughs) Beautiful Eulogy song?
1: Uh, This is one. Uh, Beautiful Eulogy uh, is, is one that's an actual name of one of their songs is Beautiful Eulogy. That's one of my favorites. Um, I, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch. They're, they're all, I, Dox- I don't know that there's Doxology. one that I'm like, I don't like this one. It's not good. Yeah, Doxology is yeah. good. Sovereign is a good one. Oh, yeah. Um, they're, they're all fantastic. All the albums are fantastic. Just really, really good. All
0: right. Yeah.
1: Can't stand well, these guys, as you can tell.
0: Yeah, seriously. Can't stand them. Uh. Well, uh, with that then we'll close out with this from the final line of the song just one more time. May we regard the world... And all that is in it as nothing compared to the satisfaction of knowing our Messiah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Join us next week as we open up some 1600s, gentle and lowly. Mm-hmm. Until then, this has been Aaron Alvarado and me, Jacob Simmons, and we are made for another world.
1: So, in here to you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, oh, 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 oh,
0: oh, oh, oh. I don't know, I don't know a lot of words. <laughs>
1: My headphones yeah. are sopping wet. <laughs>
0: yeah. So it's hot in here to you too? Yeah. Are you feeling, you've got all the air coming at you. No, there ain't nothing over here. It's coming at you. No, I got <laughs> nothing. No, I, I got nothing. Is that a heater on? <laughs>